everyone thank you for joining us today for our first episode of mind your business a podcast that prioritizes your mind so for today's episode we will be focusing on a topic that's very relevant which is the romanticizing of self care and the acceptance of radical or true self love it's a lot i know but sit back and listen it's going to be fun Since this is our first episode before we begin I think a few introductions are in order so I'll go first hello I'm Malika I'm 21 years old from Bombay currently pursuing my BA at Jaihin College and this podcast was an idea that came to me 6 months back and after much deliberation and doubt I think over this lockdown I finally found um the courage and the support to go through with it so here it is and that's it from my side over to you kuhu uh hi so my name is kuhu i am an 18 year old student and i am also studying at jaihind college uh i think uh, mental health and awareness is something that has been very close to my heart for a very very long time and i think these conversations are important to be had uh, not just when something big or important happens but just in our everyday life because it's so real and and it impacts so many of us So yeah through this podcast i hope to share space with different people from the mental health community and outside of the community as well so we can learn and relearn things about mental health that we probably didn't think about before so malika do you want to tell us the story behind our <laughs> name so when i was thinking about the podcast i knew that i wanted it to focus on mental health and while coming up with a name for it you know this phrase we've heard it so many times it's like mind your business mind your business but if you just put like one comma in the phrase it changes the meaning completely and you know like i think it's high time with everything that's happening around us that we do prioritize our mind and put it first and take it into account and just work towards creating a healthier happier mindful community So to begin today's discussion I'd like to start with describing what exactly it means to romanticize something specifically in the realm of mental health uh Kuhu help me out here what do you think romanticizing something really means So for me when you look at romanticizing I think in the most layman terms it's to deal with or describe something in a very idealized fashion what do okay. you think Yeah precisely I mean it's like almost setting this universal standard of acceptance like you know like self care can only be in the form of lush bath bombs or lighting pine wood scented candles while drinking a glass of wine Yeah I think like more recently is when it's become so glamorized and luxurious like especially with the amount of social media apps we've been using Instagram TikTok like <laughs> TikTok IP indeed gone but never forgotten um so true though what you brought up about social media especially like for our generation it's so easy access and these luxury versions of self care that are put up by pages and influencers can you know really take a toll on someone's understanding of the self yeah i think i completely agree especially when you talk about influencers right Yeah exactly I'm actually glad glad we brought this up because speaking of social media and its relation to self care I'd like to call upon our guest speaker for today our speaker is Prerna Lalchandani Prerna is your everyday 19 year old navigating life one step at a time currently a student she's also extremely passionate about fashion and has recently started her journey as a content creator for the same on Instagram 
As a student of psychology, she understands the importance of mental health and the power and responsibility young influencers have. And through her budding social media presence, she wants to advocate for the same. Hello, Prerna. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And before we start, I'd like to say how proud I am of the two of you for like, you know, actually getting the courage to, you know, start something like this. Also, yes, I love, love, love the name of the podcast. I think that's like, when you talked <laughs> about the idea, the first thing I was like, oh my God, I love that name. That's so sweet. Thank you, Prerna. I'm like blushing in real life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so to begin today's discussion, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put out a quote and uh, let's see what thoughts we have. Uh, the quote goes, True self-care is not soft baths and chocolate cake. It is making the choice to build a life that you don't need to regularly escape from. Oof. So the floor is <laughs> open, Malika. Would you like to share your opinions on this? I completely agree. I personally think self-care is a continuous process. It's something you have to implement for life. And honestly, as an undergraduate student, I can't afford rose-scented baths and face masks for 365 days of the year. Neither do I believe we have the time every day to do this. I just, I don't think the set standard of self-care should be these soft baths and uh, chocolate cake, like you said, you know, like during a really stressful week, my self-care would be taking my medicine every day to feel better. And it's not like, you know, this luxurious kind of form of self-care, but at the end of the day, it's something that's practical and it helps me get through. So I consider it self-care. I think that's lovely. Like, I don't understand why practicality is so under-campaigned for, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, Kuhu, you're someone part of what is essentially recognized as Gen Z, more than Prerna and I anyway. So, um, you know, social media is like this daily chore almost for all of us. It's like a ritual to like get up and check your phone in the morning or go to sleep after checking it. So how do you think what you see online affects your interpretation and your relationship with self-care? So uh, I think honestly, social media has played a really important role in shaping just about any of our opinions from what productivity is supposed to look like both inside and outside this quarantine, uh, news around the world and just general stuff that goes on. I think to a large extent, uh, it influences our opinions, but it also impacts a lot of our personal life. And Mm -hmm. I think self-care is a facet of that. It's something so, so deeply and humanly personal. And yet it's impacted by something which is oftentimes so impersonal, which is social media. And I think it ends up playing like a very large role in how I perceive self-care versus what self-care will probably look like the best for me. And like, I think the way the media portrays it makes me want to follow like a blueprint of self-care almost. That's honestly such a good analogy. Like, I've never thought of it as, you know, like a blueprint that's prescribed to us. And it's like, you need to complete these particular steps to reach your goal of feeling better. Like, even with your everyday makeup routine, it's like you do tuck, 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 and then, you know, you have the ultimate, like, pretty face. Right? Like, I feel like we think that only a hot tea or cucumbers over my eyes can make me feel better. But I don't think that's always the case. Yeah, exactly. It it really does kind of alter an audience's perception, you know, and kind of convince us that there are only so very few universally accepted forms of self-care we can practice. Definitely. And I think this is very pertinent from an audience's point of view. But I also would really like to get like the flip side. And we're lucky enough to have 
Prerna. Prerna, you're someone who's currently emerging in the world of social media influence. Uh, what do you think should be the responsibility of and as an influencer for your audience in regard to this? Okay, so before I start, I just want to say this: like, people need to understand that Instagram is not a personal diary. Like, for influencers, it's more of a business platform where they are putting out content that they know will gain engagement, will look good on their feed, and will ultimately pay them. Like, I'm obviously not that big at this moment, but for most people, it's something that's giving them income, right? So they are only showcasing parts of themselves that will look good and that feels presentable. I think it's very important for the audience to understand this because the miscommunication sort of puts the negative stigma around this whole concept. That's actually that's a brilliant point that you brought up. I mean, at the end of the day, as an influencer, it is your duty to kind of portray an aesthetically pleasing lifestyle. It is business. It's real work, and aesthetic is very much a part of professionalism. You know, it's like it's just like dressing appropriately for a nine-to-five job. Presentation is key. Definitely, mm-hmm. Prerna. How then do you think an influencer should balance this border, like Malika brought up, between professionalism and authenticity? obviously like it's very important to put out real content because you know we have such a wide reach um so i feel like if not on our posts we can at least like talk about our journeys and talk about the struggles that we face in on our stories or you know we can make a video about it and talk about how like talk about how we reached the stage we have and about all that goes behind the making of that one video and now in fact influencers are doing this thing i've seen a lot where they post the picture on their feed like a picture that they would normally post on their feed and an actual picture of how they look in the same outfit and location but a different angle and just goes to show that you know everyone has their bad days and all you need to do is work on the small steps to you know reach to a point where you feel that you know you're happy with yourself has that inspired you personally do you think oh 100% like I um again not on my feed but I usually always post bloopers of my videos on my stories because you know it's just like this fun aspect that I want to bring to my audience and you know just show that not everything's just like you know the picture perfect thing that you see on my feed like there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that definitely you know reduce my following by like 500 if I actually post <laughs> but I mean that's my real self and you know like it's very important for them to understand that no one is perfect and you know we're not all pretty and put together all the time speaking of self care i have a very funny personal experience feel want to hear it yeah please tell us what did you try <laughs> so um, basically my sister and i again for instagram for aesthetics we made this cozy fort of sorts and you know like i was sitting there at night and i wanted to experience the whole you know sheet mask orange juice scented candle thing i put the sheet mask on i had my juice except if i was sitting up to drink my juice the sheet mask kept dripping but if i lied down i couldn't put <laughs> my juice and then the mask covered like most of my face and then it got too hot because of the candle and then it was just such a mess like i think it gave me more stress than anything like i hated every minute of that 10 minute thing and then i just removed everything and just sat on netflix and enjoyed my show so adorable and so honest and unromanticized owing to the topic of today so i i love that story that that's awesome 100% you know i think that's so cute uh, i loved it but <laughs> my question is how do you think we change from this you know how do we go from like this consumerist idea that has been put into our head this avoidance that we do how do we go to acceptance and practicality 
how do you think uh-huh. we change from like an idealized version of self care to self care that is personal for us well i think it's about balance and subjectivity firstly hmm. my self care could be very similar or very different from your self care there's hmm. no common like a syllabus kind of thing to taking care of yourself you know and secondly it's about balance it could be taking my medicine like i said on some days and it could be wearing a face mask and lying down under the ac on some it's about doing what helps you whether it be one thing or many things simple or luxury small or big at the end of the day it's up to you so i think that's like the true essence of self care and like developing self love we need to address yeah. how sometimes self care is ugly like it's just downright not beautiful and like we've mentioned so many times it's practical right like for me yeah. sometimes curling up in bed hair uncombed in an oversized t-shirt and watching a show is self care and um, i think for some people it might be you know putting on a sheet mask having a glass of wine and that's okay like i think it's so personal but because of the way that the media portrays it and the standards that it holds us to it becomes so tough to do what you want sometimes it is putting mm-hmm. on that face mask sometimes it's taking a long overdue shower or brushing your teeth and social media just fails to address the nitty gritties of this type of self care because let's be honest it's not glamorous you know which is why it becomes yeah. so important to radically love and care for yourself even when it's hard or it seems impossible and so different from what our blueprint of self care is exactly like it's balance it's not always pretty but it's also sometimes pretty like and also when it comes to changing from self care to real self care i feel like the first step to doing this is um understanding that nothing happens overnight so you know i know so many people they take like 10 day face mask challenges and expect to have a glow up and you know that idea really needs to be chucked out because um, people have their good days and their bad days and just a challenge doesn't like you know help you overcome that i mean it's small steps that you take every single day and also the glow up culture is so unhealthy like it it's absolutely not authentic of how much self love care time and effort goes into you know actually being happy and being successful exactly i i love what you said about glow up culture like it's high time we normalize gradual process you know and stop promoting this instant effect kind of thing we see in so much branding and so much on social media in general exactly in fact um, so i have this friend trisha she's a pole dancer and you know since the start of lockdown over 4 months ago she made sure she dedicated over 3 hours every single day to work on her pole dancing and you know like some day she messaged us and she was like guys i have no upper body strength or you know i feel bloated you know like that didn't come in the way of her working out on that particular day and um, oh. a few days ago in fact she sent me a video for pole dancing and you know she's been sending us videos all throughout the lockdown but this particular oh. video it blew my mind like it was absolutely beautiful she looked incredible her strength and the way she you know moved around the pole was phenomenal and like it's not like she was ever bad at it but comparing the videos that she you know has been sending since the start it was such a huge um you know like transformation and like that's beautiful like i'm so 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 proud of that is beautiful and like having known trisha and seen her journey on social media like through you knowing this back story just makes it so much more real and so much more encouraging that you know if we do put in time and effort then we can see good results after a while 
Okay, great. Lastly, could we end with a few personal examples of self-care from the both of you? I mean, like authentic examples, like something you do to take care of yourself that isn't the universally advertised kind of version. For sure, but personally, first, I'd like to say, uh, what an amazing job your friend Trisha did, Prerna. Because I think yeah. the fact that she set aside time for herself every single day that shows such a commitment. to self and that shows so much self love and i'm so inspired by her but something that i do to take care of myself and my personal favorite method of self care is coloring i i really love to color at the end of the day it's uh, something i picked up recently during the quarantine and it's very relaxing after a like really tough day of work or even a day where i haven't worked at all it's, it just helps me concentrate at the end and i also listen to like some music or podcasts to go with it I love that and in fact like in the start of lockdown even I tried painting sometimes and it feels so freeing like especially with watercolors like I did absolute rubbish but it was so much fun and like it was just very relaxing but okay so <laughs> for me personally even like being here right now doing this podcast is self care like for people who don't know me I have struggled with public fear and anxiety for my entire life I think since grade 1 um I never participated in activities as a child and like it was compulsory okay so i used to get punished every single time we had to compulsorily come ahead and do something even though i had prepared because i just didn't have the confidence to speak in front of my class but in the fifth grade for the first time i decided to you know audition for like speaking competition i don't remember what it was turns out my fourth grade teacher was taking the audition and you know she was just so happy with the fact that you know i finally tried to like fight my fear that after the audition she walked me back to a uh, my class and in front of the entire class basically announced and said how proud she was of me and you know that that you know the small things are what you remember throughout your life and it what helps you you know actually like work on yourself and keep growing and like i remember there was a time when i wouldn't talk to a wait, waiter in a restaurant or like you know i wouldn't be able to call someone and order food and uh, you know i've taken such small small steps to be able to actually be on this platform talking to like i don't know how many people listening to this podcast and you know i've interned at places where i've had to make calls to important people or i've you know interned at places where i've had to have like four hour conversations with absolute random strangers and you know all of this has helped me build my confidence so much more truly that's that's awesome prena what role do you think your journey with fashion and social media has played in like accepting yourself you know and serving as self care to you okay so uh, to be very honest um i never thought i would ever post the video on instagram like uh, i think 3 days before i posted the first video i talked to a friend I just told him you know how i would never be confident enough to post the video of myself and 3 days later i have thought about the entire video that i want to do i have shot the video told myself that you know is just for me i'm not going to upload it i edited the video so it was just for myself i posted the video saying i deleted soon and to this day like i'm i'm proud of that video now and however it's not always like this you know rosy constantly rising journey uh i still have never posted the second video i ever recorded and you know i put a lot of effort for that it was like a coachella theme thing so i had body glitter on and jewels on my face and everything but i didn't like the ultimate result and you know i just didn't feel like putting it out because you know i want to be proud of everything that i put out i love that you bring that up because i remember when you put out your first video and i i i love the video honestly in fact my favorite self care has something to do with that video so 
my first video was me recreating friends outfits and um, my favorite all time favorite self care that i know most of you all relate to is watching friends while eating maggi so uh, i had attended a workshop a while ago and one of the activities was to list down what self care is for me and you know it's honestly just watching friends and eating maggi like it always makes me happy it helps me you know through my anxiety and stress but i also remember not being sure if that's self care and i was talking to a few people in the workshop and you know i asked them like is it okay for me to write an unhealthy snack as self care and you know like a tv show that's so normal and one person that i remember said whatever makes you happy is self care for you i love everything that you just said for sure definitely but the thing that stood out to me most personally <laughs> was that maggie and like my ears went up <laughs> <laughs> oh but I love Maggie. Thank you for saying that. I think that makes me so happy. It validates my favorite form of self-care as well. It's just the best thing in the world to make yeah. some Maggie for yourself and just relax and you acknowledging acknowledging this 2-minute snack that has kept me going this entire quarantine is the best thing I could ever ask for <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Yeah, same. Honestly, like, how in the world do I follow Maggie? It's such an amazing example. But, um, like you said, self-care is what makes you happy. And while Maggie makes me very, very happy, um, personally, uh, like I've said this before, I think taking my medicine makes me happy too. This lockdown specifically has given me like this opportunity to like set reminders and take my vitamin regularly every morning. and i take them before breakfast which i didn't do before the lockdown something i was very irregular very irresponsible with but taking it now like even though it is just a vitamin and not like honey infused lukewarm water with a lemon wedge and some sugar um it really it it really makes me feel more in control and responsible for my health and kind of motivates me to do better for the rest of the entire day so it's my self care I think that's really beautiful Malik. I think both Prerna and I are definitely very proud of you but uh, yeah. I think you should be so proud of yourself. That's like awesome self-care advice. So I think that brings us to the end of our first podcast episode. I really enjoyed having this discussion and I love sharing this space with you Prerna. Thank you to anybody who listened to this episode and has joined us on our journey. Uh, I can't wait to see where it takes us. We hope you enjoyed and gained something from this discussion. Stay safe, take care, self-care the best you know how. And remember, who joined me on this? It's your mind, your business. Until next time. Bye-bye.